like playing down to the level of the team. It's like, why do you do this? Yeah. You play up to the level of teams, though. So it's like, what, yeah. what is this team? I mean, Hoiska, they did okay. Like, they were great defensively. And they never, didn't threaten us at all, though. Well, they... Let's let's be kind. Let's see. They did threaten. Um, they had the ball near the goal. However, the person that had the ball near the goal was named Stop Sandro. It. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Yo, I don't like I don't like uh, mocking players. So like I don't know if I'm gonna go there with him again. But I mean, Brian Brian pulled it up in the in the thread. He brought up when he actually did something like that. But it was worse that time when he was at Real Sociedad. <laughs> oh, my God. When he hit the ground <laughs> with his foot and tripped over himself. Because <laughs> I know each and every one of us was ready to curse out Vashlik. It wasn't entirely his fault, but the fact that he went down so early, it's like, yep. oh, come on, again? Yep. And then yeah. and you realize that Sandro with the ball is like, eh. I was like laughing. I was like, Kristen was over here with me and I was, we were watching and I was like, okay, it's Sandra. Uh, okay. This, this are, well, maybe, ah, the back leg step. What? Ah, ah, he, yeah, it's Sandra. <laughs> it, it was honestly a lot of emotions there. Cause like, oh man, we're going to concede now. Like the game is gone now. Cause we can't score. The, they got a, a goal. Like that was an open net, man. Yeah, this guy always does this thing where he <laughs> mishandles the ball at the worst moment. It, and I yeah. couldn't believe like he's I still couldn't believe he couldn't he didn't get that out of his system. It's like man, Sancho. at this point I feel sorry for the dude because it's like, yo, this was not the guy that had an amazing season at Malaga. Yeah. That's when I that's that's when it all like fell off. I After he went to Everton it. and then it's boom. Like, it looks like he's never played football sometimes. And then, I mean, I was okay with it because we were the beneficiary today. But, I mean. Absolutely. I, I don't understand. Like, if you're the manager of that team, how do you not immediately take him out? Oh, like, they did. I, like, five minutes five minutes okay. later. I would have stopped play. I would have told my guy to kick it out of bounds and, and just. Well, he did kick it out of bounds. I would have I got a sub right there. <laughs> or just pull him off. Don't even sub him. Just pull him off. Play with Tim. They, he did get. Hey, it's a long season. You might need him later on, so you can't really be that rough with him. To, to do but, what? What if he's going to trip over his own feet? What do you it's, need him it's for? Wesca, it's Wesca. They need players, man. They have Okazaki uh, there. They have Ontiveros. I'm like, okay, he was at. He was decent at Villarreal, still a substitute. But it's like, okay, you have Ontiveros. It's like they couldn't play him to start, whatever. But. um yeah, man, it was it was a rush of emotions because it's like, man, we're gonna concede. Oh no, he missed horribly. It's like, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this game was so frustrating to watch. Um, luckily, we did win. I mean, we we did win. Thank goodness for win. Yin. Yin yeah. is the man. My man, Yusef. Scoring um, the, the 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 team leader in goals now in La Liga. 
Pivotando el croata a la derecha para que corra Navas. Ahí va la leyenda, controla con el pecho, don Jesús. El niño eterno, el recorte, va a enganchar con Ocampo. Se va a girar a la frontal, le puede pegar a la puerta. Segundo recorte, no hay espacio, se mete en el área. Está escorado, línea de fondo, rasea. ¡Miren de Siri! ¡Gol! ¡Gol! ¡Gol, gol, 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 gol! ¡Gol, gol, 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 gol! ¡En el City! Y al 82 de partido en Alcoraz, parecía un empate a cero eterno, pero el ataque del Sevilla en la derecha, la leyenda eterna, Jesús Navas con la pelota, buscando soluciones, encuentra a Lucas Ocampos, el segundo recorte en la frontal, no le dejan armar la pierna, pero se mete en la línea de fondo, y en el primer palo, aparece la pantera, aparece entre todos, para meter el pie derecho, para meter a Andrés, que se iba al otro palo, para marcar, para adelantar al Sevilla, Marca Nesiri, marca tu Sevilla en el Alcoraz, 83 ya de partido, Huesca 0, Sevilla 1. Yeah, so I don't know where to begin, really. I mean, the lineup was almost normal. I mean, uh, we did play uh, Torres at the start over uh, Rakitic, and we had Rekic filling in for our injured left backs. Um, other than that, I mean, it's nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, just nothing happened. I mean, it was, Customary you know, the best, the best thing that came out of this game. This is the best thing that happened in the game other than, other than the goal. Well, you know, the goal is great. Best thing out of this game, Fernando didn't pick up a uh, yellow card. True. Because if he Very did, true. if he did, he would have missed the next match against Real Madrid and we didn't want that to happen. So in my opinion, That, that was the best part of the match, other than the goal. Um, man, that was rough to watch, to be honest. Um, we won. I, I mean, trying to be positive here, but whew. positive. Yeah, let's start with let's start with uh, the positive. Um, there wasn't much scandal from the referee. Like the, I think this is one of the, the first games. This is La Liga, right? I think it's one of the first games where he was a little bit finicky about the, the player standing at the edge of the 18 kind of thing, pulling the play back like twice. It's like, yo, relax, dude. <laughs> But I mean, it's for, for La Liga standard, it wasn't that bad. All right. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I But don't know. If Lo, I don't know if Lopetegui would agree with you because he did get booked and another guy on the bench got booked uh, for arguing with the fourth official, I'm assuming. And they were I don't just know mad because the game was boring as hell. So it, maybe it was firing up the guys. Get some of that, yeah, some of that frustration. I was like, "Yo, we do not find this acceptable. How come we're the ones pissed off, and you guys are just passing the ball around, not doing anything? Lack of urgency, man. Lack of urgency. Like the 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 game plan from the start is is very accurate. Like the high press is very effective. Win the ball back in their half, sometimes in dangerous positions. But 20 minutes in, no shots on goal." And it was a lack of, of verticality. Like, we, we get the ball, okay, nothing's working, we cycle it back, but then we have a hard time pushing it forward. And I don't know if, I don't want to be too harsh on, on our players, but we have to be critical. Um, when Oliver gets the start, all right, like uh, ahead of the game, Oliver gets the start, 
What what do you think? What what do you think you'll see happen? Well, I I would expect some energy, some some good ball play, some uh, some good passing, and and setting up some goals is what I would hope would happen. Uh, same same here, and it's not entirely on Oliver. He didn't have uh, he didn't have that bad of a game. I can't really look at this game as like okay, it's Oliver's fault. I feel like a lack of uh, a goal threat from him kind of hinders his game because if the opponents know no goals are going to come from him. Not that he hasn't scored in the past, because he has popped up in some opportune uh, areas to score. But if the the opponent knows no goals are going to come from this guy, it's going to be very easy and predictable to defend him. We know the pass is going to go to one of the options. And in, in one of those chances, I think we had a counter. It, he took like a, the bad option. I don't know who it went to, but it was it, it was like an obvious pass. And then it went out wide, I think, to, to, uh, to Rekic and then Nothing really materialized after that. But uh, so, I don't know. Olivet, it's like we need, it's like we have players that constantly need someone else to be the guy or to be the outstanding player. Maybe it's because Ocampos is having a rough patch right now because I guess we could kind of uh, agree that Ocampos is our best player in terms of, um, in terms of our attackers. Sure, you know, our, without a doubt. And he, he showed flashes today. I mean, he had a, a nice strike on goal and set up the goal for for uh, Nezri to uh, to put him up. So, I mean, Okapos performed well today. In my and opinion. Before, yeah, and before the goal, he did have, like, that was our, by far our best chance in the game, like around the 73rd minute I have it here. And he shot, he shot it straight at the goalkeeper. Then I realized, okay, this guy is struggling for goals right now. But I appreciate, I always like seeing improvements. And I think we got that with him getting the assist this time. Because many times we see Ocampos with the ball at the edge of the box, penetrating the box, getting in different positions and in dangerous positions and looking for a shot himself. And the tightest of angles and sometimes taking the craziest of attempts. Like, I, I know he's capable of the spectacular, but not every time. Not, not okay. every time. But he got the assist this time. It was a nice low cross to the uh, to the to the near post to find Enesity. That was that was very liberating to see because sometimes I could understand Ocampos' frustration because he had passed the ball to Enesity many times, and Yusef would like fumble it, mishandle it. Uh, it'll bounce off him like the things we we teased uh, like. Football fans tease Lukaku about. Um, and uh, so Ocampos becomes hesitant to pass it to inner city. And the fact that they connected on the goal was just fabulous. Yep. Yep. Uh, I agree 100%. I don't know what else to say about the game. I mean, we won. <laughs> I, you know, uh, no real changes, I thought, other than, you know, uh, in Esri that modified the outcome. I mean, nobody. Even mm-hmm. the, the subs didn't seem to make an impact. Uh, we did see Alex Vidal today, I think, for the first time this year, if I'm not mistaken, right? Like this is Yeah, first time this year. Yeah, Yeah. so he got subbed on for Rekic. Um, I don't know what minute that was, but it was sometime in the second half. Uh, pretty early, 60th minute maybe. Um, yeah, 65th minute. Him and uh, Rakitic came on. Yeah. 
Um, Jordan picked up a yellow card, so they pulled him off. Uh, Racket did right. for him, right? uh, which kind of surprised me. Um, I, I know he didn't want uh, Jordan to get that second yellow, but I was actually mm-hmm. surprised that Torres didn't come off at that point and, and allow Rakitic and Jordan to play uh, at least a few minutes together, 10, 15 minutes to see if anything could come of that. I, I, I mean, he's Lopetegui's got to man-manage a little bit because of the midweek uh, matchup with Chelsea plus the following weekend's uh, game with uh, Real Madrid, which just became even bigger uh, since they lost today 2-1. to one. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. It makes that game next week pretty big. I mean, we could d- jump them on the table um, if we if we win that uh, match. So, you know, and Lopetegui, I mean, Lopetegui didn't know that at the time, but I think he is looking at that match coming up next weekend with Real Madrid as a very important uh, match for the long-term goal of, you know, challenging for the league title, which is not out of question at this point. You know, I, I've seen some guys saying, oh, and they were saying this with Real Madrid losing today. They were saying, ah, oh, it's over. La Liga's, dar- you know, already won. Uh, <laughs> Atletico is going to win. And you're, you're six points over Real Madrid right now. Like, it's not over, guys. Come on. Uh, long season. We're, what, 10 matches in? Um, nine for Sevilla. So uh, we're only seven points out of first place. It's not not saying that we can't do it. I mean, and I think that's Lopetegui a little bit, you know, man-managing for this uh, this coming stretch. Maybe it's because we had the bad run in October, but I'm not even, I don't know how early uh, it has to be till I get comfortable to, to look at the table. We've only played nine games. This was match day 11. We're still behind on games, uh, but we have nine matches under our belt. It's, yeah, it's still early. If if the ball hasn't changed color yet, it's still it's still early. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. But I mean, we're sitting in good position. We're we've climbed all the way back up to fifth, um, sixteen points out of nine games. It's not terrible. I mean, it could have been better, of course. But uh, I'm pretty optimistic where we are. Not so optimistic on our current run of playing styles, but we're getting, uh, heck man, you said it earlier in the game preview where, you you know, you were talking about how fast we scoring goals, (laughs) but then you're talking about that we haven't uh, kept a clean sheet. So uh, we're back to our clean sheet days, maybe. It's a trade-off, right? If you want to score early goals, (laughs) you have to, you're going to concede, but if you're not going to concede, we're going to get the old school one, no win, shut it down. Bring Gudeli in in the last five minutes. Let's take the three points home. <laughs> we're, we're Sevilla fans. We can't have it both ways, right? We can't win big and and, and score fast and and get a clean sheet. You can't have it all. But the, but the guarantee is you will suffer, no matter how much how much uh, the the time how much time you're going to be suffering for. You're going to suffer, and I think it's a good thing when you're looking forward to suffering because. The way we started last season when we were getting those those clean sheets, we're having the, that run of games away from home, just winning, uh, leading the away table and, and all that, which is like so unsevere. Like and having the one nil having the one nil lead and then being confident that okay, this is what we do. Less and this is what Lopetegui is comfortable with doing, is uh 
is the conservative move because he was about to bring on Idrisi and then yep. he scored. And then it's like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? That's not that's not what we do. Bring in yep. Fidel. You got the lead. Now let's take it home. Oh, man, I was so looking forward to seeing Idrisi more today, but we didn't. I mean, he, he was going to come on with like nine minutes left, I think, and and uh, we scored, and, and Lopetegui said, nope, get out, get in there, close this one out. So that's what happened. Uh, there was no drama at the end of the game, finally. I mean, we no, yeah, right. fought out. I mean, a little better and than I feel like, uh, And I feel like Vidal had more contributions defensively uh, versus uh, attacking-wise because, I mean, he didn't really have much chances to, to be effective. Uh, on the left channel. And I worry for him there because he's not, I don't know how good he is with his left foot. And you need to be a very, like, there's a reason why we, you can't have like inverted fullbacks. Like those fullbacks provide the width and I'm not sure how comfortable he is using his left all the time. I remember him playing there under Machin when we were having that uh, crisis at left back as well. Um, He wasn't really effective there either. So, uh, I like the move that, of Lopetegui bringing him in late in the second half as opposed to starting him. Um, yeah, I think he was looking just to get some energy down that side. And and like you said, he he didn't really go forward very much. He didn't have to. Um, right. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens midweek with his lineup choice. I mean, I mean, Rekic didn't show very well at all, I didn't think, today. Um, I mean, he was fine. He just didn't do any... Thing, you know, didn't go forward. He was fine in defense. Um, he he went forward. He provided support, uh, the supporting runs. You probably knew he wasn't going to get the ball because from when it's Munir. And two, yeah. it's like, okay, we're not really going to expect you to cross it, right? He so did he try get the a ball, times. Yeah. <laughs> and he and he's Dutch, so he's not too bad technically. So he could still he could still get off those those uh, one touch passes on the on the flank right at the touchline. So. Um, it wasn't bad for someone that has to be a stand-in um, emergency left back. That that sure. wasn't bad. You can't ask for more. He's got the height, so those those set pieces could come in could come in handy as well. He was close on one of the corners, so um, there's some positives there. And he yeah, wasn't saw, really out of position defensively either. Saw a stat that was kind of crazy from the game today. Uh, Sevilla won 27 aerials uh, for 10, only 10 for Hoiska. <laughs> 27 to 10 on the aerials one. That's that's a huge difference. But we didn't really get as many crosses in as we usually do. No, maybe because, uh, I agree. Yeah. Maybe because it wasn't balanced enough. And Navas really wasn't as adventurous as he normally was. Uh, maybe he's just, <laughs> you know, taking taking a step back a little bit, seeing how the in- injury crisis is on the other side of the of the field. Maybe he's just, you know, slowing it down a little bit. I, I don't mind it. He still he still does his thing and gets forward and and is dangerous. But um, you could definitely notice the difference there. Um, so, so something I've, I've been noticing in the matches, I, I wanted to to ask you about and on these on these set pieces and corners. You're seeing Sevilla kind of run a defensive player and De Jong together, and it seems like more often the defender actually wins the header or or steps in front of De Jong to get the header. Is that by design, do you think? Or is that just going for the ball? Because I, in my opinion, I would think you would want 
your striker who headed how many ever goals for PSV being your your main point of target? Is it the defenders just market him really well? But but I mean the defender is winning the header, so why can't De Jong be in that same position? I guess is my question. Perhaps it's by design. Uh, maybe the uh, maybe the delivery is not always pinpoint uh, a pinpoint cross and. It's kind of getting the ball to an area, and that's where you're going to have uh, multiple options. So not just De Jong. If, if it's not going to end up in De Jong, it's going to be someone that's near him. We see uh, Diego Carlos uh, getting on the end of those a lot. He's getting increasingly close, and sometimes he's in really good positions to get, get a goal as well. It's like, man, I feel like he should be getting more of those in, but not not to harp on that too much. I don't know. It might be by design. Uh, I'm not sure, but I feel like um, De Jong is not getting, he's still not getting that much service. And when we're getting, we're not getting the ball into the box enough. So he's Especially not going to be as of, effective. Munir had a nice run in, in the first half there that set up a shot, but, you know, Munir had a, he had an okay game, but just nothing on target. Um, th- this is where I want our our wide our wingers, wide forwards, if you will, to be more to contribute more into playmaking because shorter wide forwards are going to look for goals more. But you kind of have to look for your teammates a little bit more. I feel like sometimes it's good to to get a shot on goal, but if it's if it's not connecting at all. I try to look for a teammate. I, I don't know. You have to get creative sometimes because Munir taking a lot of shots and then Ocampos is not getting his, so he's going to want to take shots too. So it's the guy that's missing out on all that is De Jong. He's not getting any service after that. So I think that's things we're missing with Suso not being there. And Idrisi, that's a different kind of player to those two who will also look for the pass as well for a cross. If it's not, it's not coming from that's my main worry when Ocampos and Munir play. I feel like, not that they're selfish, but the type of forwards that they are, they're going to look for goal more than to, to look for the assist. Depending on the situation, of course. Yeah, don't disagree there. So what do you think, um, what are you expecting out of the Chelsea match? Uh, the Chelsea match, um, I feel like it's just going to be a nil-nil game. Uh, no matter what the lineup is, I, I feel like it's just going to be a conservative match for Lopetegui to see how much he could match up against uh, another team, another strong team. Um, Chelsea has been scoring goals lately, so I feel like they're they're just getting... Yeah, they're, and they're near the top of the table as well. So they're, they're, they've been definitely playing better in, in England, and it's going to be a different team than we've seen in match day one. So he's probably going to take the conservative approach, not trying to exert too much energy, seeing Real Madrid is on the, the weekend. Of course, he wants to win this one. Um, but at the same time, it's not uber important in case we lose. Uh, so I feel like it's just, just going to be a conservative. He might play Goodell and Fernando, <laughs> both of them at the same time. I don't know, but I'm not... He's still going to put out a strong lineup. I don't think he's going to rotate too much, but I still anticipate the typical conservative match, uh, KG, and it's going to be nil-nil probably. Yeah, I think there'll be goals. I, mean, I don't think there's. I don't think you're going to be able to hold that Chelsea team 
to zero goals. Um, but I think we'll okay, score two. Goals for them. Okay, goals for them. I was like, you're expecting goals in this match? You're trying to jinx it this early? <laughs> no. I, I think I, – I don't know that we'll win. Um, we are at home this time, but I do think – it's going to be close. I think we we probably draw. I, I think it's neither manager is going to really have to win. I mean, there's no real pressure to win this game. So that's Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern time. So that's 9 p.m. Sevilla time. So and then after that, we got Real Madrid on the following weekend. So that's a 10:30 or 10:15. I can't remember the actual time for that one. Yeah, 10.15 a.m. Eastern time. So that's 4.15 uh, Sevilla time. As of now, now it's going to be the matches are going to get tougher. I mean, this Chelsea game, sure, we're both qualified, but it's still a big match. Um, it's to see how how can we stack up against these more these improved sides. I mean, we played the Huescas, we played the Osasunas, we played the Celta Vigos, no offense. But... <laughs> But how how are we going to play against the the more the tougher teams of La Liga? All the all the matches are difficult. But now we got uh, Real Madrid next weekend. After that, we're away to Hetafe, and then we have uh, some respite with Valladolid. It's still difficult. But then we have Valencia, Villarreal, and then the Derby uh, at the turn of the uh, the year. So the matches are going to get much difficult now. Um, I know we step we play to the level of the, the competition anyway. So whether it's a team that hasn't won a single game. We're going to find some difficulty in, in the game um, and playing for whatever reason. I'm still optimistic no matter what the, the the team is that we're playing. So against Chelsea, I feel like we'll we'll do our best. Like I said, we play to the level of the opponent. Against Real Madrid, uh, likewise. We're going to give it our best and we'll, we'll match up against them. We lost both games last season. Um, we'll probably give a better account of ourselves this time around. I'm excited. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm I'm hoping for better play, more exciting play. I mean, if we win, I guess we can't we can't complain, right? But it would be nice to see some really good quality play, and maybe we'll get that Wednesday. It'd be nice to beat those boys in blue. It, it would be nice. Besides, it's always good being an an English team because you know you know the English press they just love to they just love to overrate their league, man. So. <laughs> English press and the uh, English fanboys here, uh, at least locally, they they <laughs> love their EPL. They think it's the greatest until they always lose to Sevilla. Let's do it again Wednesday. We'll do it again Wednesday. All right, buddy. Until next week, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This has been the Monty's Men Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, uh, you know, like and subscribe on your favorite podcast stations. Till next week, uh, vamos, mi Sevilla. Vamos, campeón. <laughs> <laughs>